Hello and welcome to episode 6 of Partisan Bites. This is Ian. Um, originally I was going to talk about how the the right has, for over the last 20 or more years, usurped the word liberal and turned it kind of into a dirty word. And, of course, that was all thrown to the side when, as with all things this in a Trump administration, News of the Week kind of uh, um, created a... a uh, well, something that need to be talked about, regardless of what you think about it. Uh, between the uh, health care initiative with the House and getting passed through the House and the uh, Religious Liberty Act, executive order, whatever you want to call it, um, doesn't really make any difference. It, it's and on the surface, it is just a, uh, a a gesture, a token. It doesn't do anything yet, but it does lead to uh, what I talked about in episode four: the the danger of uh, giving religious freedom of bigotry and intolerance to the masses. I'm not going to get into that too much now, um, uh, and I'm going to try to work in the, the the liberal angle too a little bit. The healthcare bill that the Republican House has put forward uh, at its core is it does nothing. It absolutely does nothing. It uh, the, uh, the Freedom Caucus has convinced them to pretty much gut what little they had in their last attempt, making the pre-existing condition clause completely un- invisible, essentially. And this is, this is where I'm going to work in the, the liberal aspect and I don't understand how we as a people have become so easily swayed to see evil in something based solely on the word of an opposing view. Liberals do have their flaws. Uh, the social justice movement has come out of liberalism, and it is I don't, I, I, don't, I don't agree with that because I believe that is thought policing. But to sum up all liberal people and liberal thinking people into that category is well truly it's 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 political genius on the part of many of the conservative right Karl Rove and his ilk uh have done a great job of creating this world where the idea of being a liberal and of course being connected to liberal democrats is a dirty thing you know just think just just walk up to any any person on the street and say what do you think of the liberal media and even if they're liberal minded they're probably going to say that they have issue with it and it and there isn't any reason to have issue with it liberalism at its core is essentially the embracing of everyone's liberties religious liberties social liberties just the right of all all people to live a happy existence i'm i'm paraphrasing of course i'm i'm liberal so i'm going to be slightly biased i'm sure there's there's there are inherent flaws in the philosophy there are in all philosophies but i think that for the most part most people who consider themselves liberals adhere to the strong positive aspects of the of the philosophy and i guess the same can be said about the conservative philosophy you know those most people don't adhere to the extremes they are more middle ground however if you look at the the, the state of affairs in this country specifically now with with this healthcare bill we're seeing fully where where the conservative philosophy fails um and where it fails as far as helping those who are who are disadvantaged in this country in this world 
because at the, the bottom line of a conservative philosophy is money and who has to pay for it. And ultimately, they don't want to pay for it. And that's, and that's kind of the crux of the whole, whole health care issue. If we had a universal system in this country, this wouldn't be a problem. Everyone would be covered. Everyone would have health care. And that would be, it would be a, a done deal. However, we don't. We have for, for, well, for as long as I can remember and going back, adhered to a more capitalist view of health care. I don't understand how any learned individual could look at that and say that that's a good way to manage someone's life or death based solely on a, on a dollar amount. And for the conservative, um, the right wing, I should say, who throws and bandies Christian values and Christian morals around like it's confetti, how they could be so cold-hearted as to not even attempt to try to have some form of humanity in this healthcare bill that they're they're trying to push forward and it and I don't know is it really just are they trying to push it forward or are they really just trying to undercut Obamacare is it really just almost more of a, a to spite what has been what what little progress we've made because let's face it the Obama Obamacare the Affordable Care Act I hate calling it Obamacare but it is what it is. Uh, the Affordable Care Act was not perfect, and had a lot of flaws in it. But it was it was it was an interesting start. It was a it was a decent start towards what really should be universal single payer system. I wish I could figure out. I've never been rich ever in my life. I've never. I don't know many people who are rich. I don't know anybody who is rich uh, personally. So I don't. I have a difficulty grasping and wrapping my brain around this idea that because you have more, you deserve to continue to have more. Is that just greed, or is that something else? I, I, I'm not really sure. If anyone out there would be willing to to clarify for me, that'd be happy to to listen. Because it seems to me that that's what it is. I mean, I understand you know the old the old adage that uh, you know. Absolute power corrupts absolutely, and the more power you have, the more you you want, and money is power. But we're not even talking about that. We're yes, a lot of this stuff is being pushed forward through extreme billionaires like the Koch brothers and, and their ilk. But at the at the core, the voter, we're not talking about extremely rich people here. We're even, you know, we're maybe millionaires, but you know, baseline millionaires. And most of them are, you know, have incomes in the hundreds of thousands, which, you know, is something I couldn't even wrap my brain around having that kind of money. But it's amazing how the rhetoric, the anti-liberalism rhetoric has been able to maybe even corrupt those people, the people who are not, not rich, not billionaires or millionaires, but, you know, are fairly well off to think that, what is theirs is theirs, and it is. I mean, it's a free country. What you've earned is yours. But there's also a certain responsibility that one owes to the system that allows them to have that kind of freedom, to have that kind of comfort. I know that sounds almost communistic, but it's not. Ultimately, what a liberal philosophy is, is to have a fair tax rate so that the system can work. It's not about giving money to to layabouts and lazy people or drug dealers or, or immigrants or any of that other 
bullshit that the the right tends to push on people. It's really just about keeping the system functioning for everybody. We can't have roads without tax dollars. We can't have schools without tax dollars. We can't have police, fire, or military, for that matter. And, of course, the military is the one thing that they never cut. That's understandable. But at the at, at, on our level, on the street level, police departments are considerably underfunded. Schools, I don't, don't even get me started on schools. Underfunding doesn't even begin to describe what schools are going through, what teachers are going through. In a rational society, teachers should be paid as much as politicians, but that's neither here nor there. The fact that conservative philosophies still seem to win elections, I just don't understand it. Liberalism, at its core, is a better philosophy. And I don't know how we take that back. How do we, how do we bring, how as liberals do we bring the public back to a point where it's no longer a dirty word to be considered a liberal? I don't. I, I don't know if do we do we start fighting dirty? Do we do we have to to stoop to the levels of a Karl Rove and start breaking our own principles? I I don't know. I've I've always believed that it's better to fail adhering to your principles than to succeed by cheating them. That's me. I understand that's that's an old school Boy Scoutish philosophy. But in a world where so many things are corrupt and so many people are hurt and left behind, I don't think any of us really at our core want to see that or want that to be a, the reality. So why? Where, how do we change that? What do we do? What do we have to do to change all that? I don't know. I guess at the, at the end of the day, uh, it's best if maybe people started to look at where these philosophies start. I know liberalism, uh, for that, for what it's worth, uh, essentially comes from the writings of John Locke, who was a philosopher, 1700s. Maybe, maybe that's a good place to start. Maybe even us as liberals have to go back to our roots and understand where these things come from, because the the opposition to this to these philosophies are in control, and they're doing everything in their power to shift the world and i say the world because it is it's this is a global issue now it's no longer a u.s issue i don't think i know healthcare is the religious liberty isn't religious liberty that that excuse for for uh bigotry and prejudice is not that's a that's becoming a global issue and it is a global issue in many many uh middle eastern countries and many muslim countries essentially so where do we where do we start? Where do we how do we fight this? Um, I guess this ultimately like all of my my partisan bite episodes, their rants. But this you know maybe this should be a call to arms. Um, let's start educating ourselves on what what it actually means to be liberal. Where where our our principles come from, and what are we willing to sacrifice? Are we willing to sacrifice our principles to win? Because I I don't know if I am. I but. As a call to arms, maybe maybe we should try to find a way to 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 try and win this this battle without sacrificing our principles. I don't know. I I put it out there to you. Let me know what you think. You know the usual emails. Uh, there's uh, life in general. Check out that uh, our podcast there. That's uh, we're uh, the last last episode. We weren't really polit- political. We're really trying. I think we're trying to 
be a little bit more lighthearted on that side of things. And then there's uh, Partisan Bites. Like I said, this is episode six. Nick did a really good episode two weeks ago. Check that out. You know, the email list is there. I don't know. Anyway, talk to y'all later.